podcast. Become another podcast. Oh, please, God, become another podcast. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Capacity to Geek. I'm Alex, and I'm joined, as always, with my co-hosts, Bobby and Walters. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. Man, it feels like we just met each other yesterday. Or rather, man, it feels like we just recorded yesterday. Well, you know, kind of hard not to record when everyone's in quarantine. Why are we in quarantine? Oh, yes, I forgot because of the comment redacted. But anyway, today we're talking about the greatest, the single greatest movie of all time. The only good thing Dana Carvey's ever done with his career. It's such a national treasure, and I'm honestly surprised, actually, I'm not surprised at all, that there's at least one of us who hasn't seen this movie, and that one of us is... Me. Yep. It's another movie Walter hasn't seen. I almost feel like we could change the podcast name to Movies Walter Hasn't Seen. The re-education of Walter Mann. Ugh. Just dox him, why don't you? I would love it, Bobby, if you just doxed Walter, because you live with Walter, so you'd be doxing yourself in the process. <laughs> also, don't forget your ibuprofen this time. Thanks, I love drugs. No. Don't take the ibuprofen. I'm only taking two, Bobby. You don't even have a headache. No. Do you have a headache? Oh, not really. Uh, I do have aches sometimes of other parts of my body. Oh. Mainly my knees. Hey, <laughs> Anyway, 2002, smash hit. Uh, should have gotten all the Oscars. Should have gotten all the money. Was beaten out by, I think, over 100 films. Dana Carvey in Master of Disguise. Bobby, what do you remember about this movie? The turtle scene. Oh, the turtle scene is, like, magnifique. It's like, I think they were doing the MTV Movie Awards at that time. That should have won Best Scene, because the Oscars doesn't recognize Best Scene, but the MTV Movie Awards does. But, uh, yeah, Dana Carvey, uh, you know, the second half of... The whole Wayne's World SNL sketch and movie. Um, Dana Carvey sketch show. Honestly, one of the greatest living comedians of all time. Uh, SNL was great. Um, The old church lady. uh, He wasn't, no. Wayne's World. Just honestly, he's a great comedian. Great performer. Uh, What else do you guys know him from? Master in Disguise. Master of Disguise. Master of Disguise. Literally, the only thing that anybody needs to know from. Yeah. Walter would argue with me, but he hasn't seen this film. I mean, Wayne's World is pretty damn good. This is a hundred times better than Wayne's World. At least a thousand. Yeah. Get ready for the greatest movie ever. The most underrated movie ever. Just, I marvel at how amazing this film is and just how nobody gave a shit about this film until it was much too late. We never got a sequel. We only got Master of Disguise. Rotten Tomatoes rated at a 1% only because they're scared. That's, there was an error in the aggravator. 
there. Um, it was meant to be a hundred percent, but it was only a one percent. Walter is starting to see through our facade. He is rubbing his temples. Roger Ether rated it a one out of four, which is pretty good considering that it's only three spaces down from a four. You know, it's like that thing where if somebody gets a zero on a test, they automatically get a hundred in the test because they had to know the right answers in order to get all the answers wrong. <laughs> that is what Master of Disguise is. In film reviewing terms. <laughs> I went to film school, guys. I know what I'm talking about here, all right? Trust me when I say that this is a masterpiece ahead of its time, but... I mean, the movie grossed $43.4 million. That's pretty good for 2002. And what was its budget? I mean, it's a Happy Madison production. Oh, God. Oh, you shouldn't have said that. I can see Walter visibly cringe. It's a Happy Madison. Oh, yeah. It's a Happy Madison production. After Happy Madison. Yeah. Happy Madison. Happy Gilmore. Well, yeah, all of them are Happy Madison productions after Happy Gilmore. Happy Madison wasn't a thing. Uh, the budget was, was only $16 million, so it made that back. $16 million. I was trying to say that. Is I that know. all? They should have yeah. given him more. I was trying to say, I don't think Happy Madison Productions have done, have done anything with quality since Happy Gilmore. Did they technically do Happy Gilmore? Because I think Happy Madison opened after Happy Gilmore. Or yeah. Billy Madison. So, technically, what? I said you're probably right. Because that's how they got the name, you know? But yeah. Um, this, Frost Brother, this, this Frost Brothers are in this. Which means that technically it takes place. Are the Sprouse Brothers in this? Yes, technically it takes place. I've never actually seen them in this movie. Place. You gotta, you gotta show me where they are in this movie when it gets there. What? Definitely the only version of Dana Carvey's character. Oh, God! I haven't seen this movie in so long. Um. So anyway. Uh. Oh, you like Star Trek The Next Generation, right, Walter? Yeah. Uh, Riker is in this movie. Nice! Yeah, so that's going to be a nice treat for you to see Riker in this movie. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Dana Carvey, he's pretty good. Um, James Brolin is in this movie, too. You know, big-name star, married the um, Barbara Streisand. I don't see Mr. Frakes anywhere in this case. Who? Well, the guy that plays Riker. Is Riker the one with the beard? In Picard, yes, very much so. I think it's the one who plays Data. Yeah, Brent Spiner. Yeah, Brent Spiner. That's him. Data. I love Data. Data, Data. He is... just wants to be a real boy. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I loved his little part in uh, Independence Day. I haven't seen Independence Day. That's an episode. That is not an episode. That is an episode. So there's a reason. There's a reason I haven't seen Independence Day. Dean Devlin and whoever the fuck his name is are not getting any of my money or eyeball time. I saw Godzilla. I saw Godzilla. Oh, 98 Godzilla? Yeah. Oh, God, that's... Same directors, man. I remember being in love with that movie as a child. I haven't Walter, it in Walter. so long. I mean, I'm I think that we've already gone like seven minutes bitching about the fact that you know I see Independence Day and 
Walter saw through our facade. Right, and also he hasn't seen through our facade yet, but oh, he's yeah. starting to. But um, Walter, you you said that uh, you love this movie as a child. I believe we have a couple episodes, kind of proving that you were a very dumb child, <laughs> just by the movies you haven't seen. He he gave me I'm the. I'm just trying to figure out how you. Did you just not have a childhood where you hatched from an egg as a 31-year-old man? Which is funny because we've known him for at least, I don't know how long you've known him. I've known him for at least four years now, but he came out as 31. <laughs> just said he's never aged. Yeah. He's coming out on this episode as a virgin, guys. Get ready. Uh, Yeah. So, Data from Star Trek's in this movie. You know, he's a pretty fun guy, ain't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They got some... Oh, you know who else is in this movie? Who? Jesse Ventura. Oh, God. He has a cameo. But he's in this movie. Um, Jessica Simpson is in this movie. What? Bo Derek's in this movie? Bo Derek's in this movie. Isn't Bo Derek top build? Uh, I think so. Well, like, not according to this, but... But, like, IMDb, if you... It might just because it's, uh, in order of appearance, which some movies do do that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, we're about to hit the ten-minute mark. We're gonna have a lot to talk about once this show's over. Walter, get ready to watch Master of Disguise. And we're back! Talking about Master of Disguise. So, Bobby, great film, huh? Oh, man, just the best. The best, the best fucking film I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. For this show, just in my life, an instant treasure, an instant classic, just... This defined my childhood. I'm not ashamed to say that this brilliant piece of work and comedy... Just, you know, and they played it clean. It was very clean. You know, that's not something you get from a lot of comedies these days. So, Walter, what did you think of Master of Disguise? What the fuck did you just make me watch? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that was fucking ridiculous and absurd and made mostly no sense. What part of the movie didn't make yeah, I mean, he he had to save his mama and his papa. Okay, fair. It made sense. But all the other things stand. Oh, come on. It's an amazing film. You know? So good. So, let's get into it, guys. Um, Dana Carvey, he plays... Uh, he plays the latest member of a lineage of masters of disguise, the disguises, whatever the hell that means. Um, they're just really good at <laughs> disguising as people. And his mama and papa get kidnapped by Data from Star Trek. And uh, <laughs> he has to get them back. And he meets this really attractive woman, Jennifer Esposito, along the way. And uh, he becomes a master of disguise. 
It's a beautiful film. So, um, what were some of you guys' favorite disguises in this movie? The turtle suit. Are you guys ready for the big piece of trivia? Yes. All right. So this film came out in 2002, right? Yeah. Um, that turtle suit scene in the Turtle Club has a filming date. Um, the 11th of September, 2001. Oh, no. <laughs> the Turtle Club scene was filmed on 9-11. No. They took a moment of silence, but they filmed the Turtle Club scene on 9-11. That's... Oh. <laughs> yeah exactly i wonder if that's what colin uh who plays in D with us i wonder if that was uh the same piece of trivia that he <laughs> wanted to show if he was able to be here tonight but uh unfortunately he wasn't we'll have a guest spot soon we always say we're gonna have a guest spot soon we never have a guest spot nobody ever wants to hang around us losers someday someone will find us Oh, yeah, once we get past five subscribers. <laughs> I will say, our latest review um, at the time of recording has already gotten five views besides... Uh, d has already gotten five listens despite no social media post for it. It's almost like you should follow Chris Analytics, see who they're listening from. Oh, you're grabbing your phone for some reason, Walter, huh? Oh, that's almost like he's doing his job. <laughs> After being called out on air for it. Yes. Oh, man. What are you, a Fox reporter? Also, shame on the fucking Fox reporters. They they spend the entire time before the, uh, the whole comment redacted pandemic saying that it was a, uh, a liberal hoax and that we shouldn't listen to it and that we'll be fine. But now it's a pandemic and they're backtracking. They're saying that we have to take care and like protect ourselves. Like, fuck you. Like, literally, fuck you. Sean Hannigan, fuck you. So this is this is where we're going on our Master of Disguise review, huh? Yes. Master of Disguise. The boys finally get political. Oh, God. <laughs> well, once we talk about 9-11, we got to talk about... <laughs> You know, all the other political discourse around this nation. But yes, this film, I wouldn't say it was affected by 9-11. Uh, but in, not in the commentary, but like just in the promotional stuff for this film, Dana Carvey has stated that this is a post-9-11 film. How does that make you guys feel? Um, it makes me feel like I need to find a list of post-9-11 films so I can get back to you on that. Uh, do you want to try every film released after September 11th, 2001? Because those are all post-9-11 films. Attack of the Clones. Oh, here's another thing. <laughs> I think one of the major gripes that some critics had with, uh, The Two Towers, uh, when that came out in 2002. Did that come out in 2002? No, 2002 or 2003. Perhaps. In the, it's in that time frame. Yeah. But what people said about uh, the Twin Towers, or the Two Towers, is that um, it was named that because of, uh, you know, the World Trade Center. Like, 
No. Tolkien wrote those books in the 60s, right? 30s? 30s? I don't know when the fucking Lord of the Rings came out. I think it was... I want to say it was like the 30s. Also, I think I just found the backing to my earring that I lost the other week, if you guys remember that. Continuity on the podcast. Yeah, it was on my laptop. <laughs> well, there we go. I have earrings again. Yay. Anyway. Um, yeah, so Dana Carvey, he definitely pulls this film together. He's, uh, you know, he's actually really talented when it comes to the impressions. I mean, some some of these impressions so are... So much so that Walter was saying that they were racist toward Italians. I'll give him one thing. That Indian accent? Oh, that he, oh Jesus. <laughs> that Indian accent is kind of racist. And when I say kind of racist, that was a really racist Indian accent. And just yeah. a depiction of an Indian man, too. That's Dana Carvey in Brownface, my friends. Like, some of them... And I I noticed that... Dana Carvey is always dressed up in his disguises. But, like, his papa and his grandfather... They always have, like, elaborate suits to where it's not the actor playing them. So, like, if... If papa dresses up like, let's say, Jesse Ventura... He's in a Jesse Ventura outfit, and Jesse Ventura is actually coming into playing himself. Or when the grandfather dressed up like that Puerto Rican maid. I'm sorry, Bobby, but in the credits she's listed as a Puerto Rican maid, so she's one of yours. She is one of yours, not one of mine. Our people have been maids a lot of the time. My people have been maids, too. Walter's people have... Made, made culture have starved because of, of the lack of potatoes. Yes. And told so they to, couldn't afford maids. Told not to apply at jobs. Yeah. I, yeah, but uh, Dana Carvey puts on a very offensive Italian accent. It's somehow less, uh, less Italian. It's somehow less offensive than my Italian accent whenever I play Mario. That's mainly <laughs> because I can do a pretty good Mario impression, but... Yeah. Do it. Here we go! Yahoo! Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Tune in about 30 years where his voice gets a little <laughs> deeper. I'm telling you, as soon as... Knock on wood right now. Everybody knock on wood. As soon as Charles Martinet either dies or retires, I'm going into Nintendo office. Boys, just let me know this. You don't think that's wood? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's particle board, my dude. Particle board is wood. Particle What's particle board made out of? <laughs> wood, Bobby. Anyway, but, um... Yeah, I don't think anybody in this fucking movie acted ever again. I mean, like, in leading roles... No. I don't remember hearing Dana Carvey do anything after this movie. It might have been just because it was 2002. I mean, I know he came back for Saturday Night Live, did some Wayne's World stuff. Uh, is Data in Picard? Um, His body parts are? Is it still Brent Spiner? Uh, his body parts are? 
<laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, Speaking of Brent Spriner, or what were you going to say? So, uh, for those uninitiated, as far as uh, Next Generation goes, and as far as Picard goes, um, androids, right? They were kind of dismantled after some shit went down on Mars. And uh, so uh, Data kind of got dismantled. And he literally... Well, not him, but, like, a copy of him is uh, just chilling in a drawer at a university. So, uh, yeah, his body parts are. It's kind of fucking creepy. This has been Capacity Geek. Takes a look at Picard. So, um, speaking of Brent Spiner in this movie, uh... The best running gag. <laughs> I, <sighs> you what? I hate it, but I love it so much. It's, it's every time you hear it, every time it happens, you kind of groan. But like after the fifth time it happens, you kind of laugh. My favorite one, and you guys heard me belly laugh for this one, is when he's escaping and he's laughing while he's running and he's just farting the entire time and then he stops at the door because he just he embarrassed the shit out of himself because he just farted um uh he, he, i sound like such a fucking goober talking about this i swear to god that's <laughs> <laughs> just funny to me i mean fart jokes aren't really that funny I mean, the one time I think I laughed, like, near just, like, hissing myself laugh was uh, Bad Grandpa, the one fart joke they have in that movie. I never saw that one. I think we might need to do Bad Grandpa one episode. <laughs> I mean, if we're going on the greatest movies America's ever seen, yeah, Bad Grandpa would be one of them. Bad Grandpa would be right. I swear to God, we should just do bad movies from now on. I feel like that is that is our playground. Speaking of playground, um, Kevin Nealon makes a remark about the Olsen twins. Ooh. They are 15 at the time of this movie's release. Yeah. Not okay. <laughs> Not okay. Not okay. That's that's why it's in the end credits. So nobody actually uh, stayed around and listened to it. Uh, speaking of listen, I had you pull this up, Bobby. This movie has like... Like... What can I say? It has just a curated soundtrack. Like, there are songs that were made for this movie by popular artists. Well... Yeah, Destiny's Child made a song for this movie. I heard Beyonce's voice, and I heard whoever the hell those two ladies are behind her. I heard their voice. Destiny's Child had a song for this movie, right, Bobby? Yeah, it's vitamin C. Okay, who else? Um, I can never pronounce it because it's like a South African name, but she collaborates with... Uh... Let me see. Hold on. I totally had it pulled up. I had it pulled up. Don't yell at me, Bob. I was going to see, like, who else she collaborated with, because I know she does a lot of collabs now. Is it Shaka Khan? No. She... No? 
Did Shaka Khan make a song for this movie? No, but Gloria Estefan <laughs> did Conga for this movie. Uh, no, she didn't do Conga for this movie. Conga. Conga's been around. For Conga's been around since like the nineteen eighties. Do not, do not mock in this movie. Do not mock my chica, Gloria Estefan. There are literal songs in this movie that mention the Master of Disguise. Who was? Oh. Oh, guess what? 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 It was made for the fucking movie. What was? Cherry pie. Uh, It's not that cherry pie. It's a different cherry pie. I'm aware. I'm aware. But I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying. uh, Hold on. I'm gonna. I'm going to pull up the IMDb for this movie. So I can throw a little bit of trivia at you guys, and also I want to look at the full soundtrack, see if it's on there. But, um, yeah. All right, uh, I'm going to pull up some trivia facts, so why don't you guys talk a little bit about this film? So, like, greatest film ever, right? No. It, this has been an episode of Capacity it's, to It's... It's... The scene at the Turtle Club happened to be film happened to be filming on September 11, 2001, when the word of the terrorist attacks reached the set. The cast and crew observed a moment of silence. When word hit the set, they took a moment of silence. You know what that means, right? Dana Carvey was in that turtle costume when he did the moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he remembers that every day? That he was dressed well, as a turtle when he found out about 9-11. Walter, come on. We were told to never forget. Never forget. He's no figure of turtle soon. So how about uh, the whole him dressing as Tony Montana thing? Not incredibly racist. I mean, Not really, No. no. That's not the most racist he got in the movie. No, that was the Indian guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But... Um, like I said, Dana Carvey's last starring role in a film until Adam Sandler's comedy in 2011. You remember which Adam Sandler comedy came out in 2011? I'd like to not remember anything Adam Sandler does. Was that Jack and Jill? It was Jack and Jill. So he went from this to Jack and Jill. His last starring role. Fuck. And I've heard Jack and Jill is just next level awful. The directorial debut of Perry Andalyn Blake, a production designer long associated with Adam Sandler's Happy Madison production. Apart from a 2014 TV pilot that found no takers, he has directed nothing since. (laughs) That is fitting. I also would have liked to hear that after directing this film, he was dragged out into the street and shot. But that didn't happen. This movie ruined careers, didn't it? I mean, have you heard of any of these people afterwards? No. I I Uh, think there's probably a good reason. 
Oh, I was half right on this. But uh, Dana Carvey actually played George H.W. Bush on SNL. Oh. And he played Junior Bush in this movie. So, um, yep. Oh, and uh, this movie was not written for Dana Carvey in mind. Who was it? Guess. 2002, someone who can do funny impressions like this. I can give you a dire hint, but I don't think I want to give you that hint because it would immediately give you the, the answer. Bobby, you want to chime in on this? Uh, I'm good. I like watching Walter struggle. Is the person a lot? Yes. Was it written for Jim Carrey? Yep. Good, good. That was on the. That was like there. And it would have probably ruined his career if he were to pick it up. I don't know. Number twenty three was kind of. I've heard the number twenty three bad. It's Joel Schumacher. He also did Phantom of the Opera. Oh, please say you've never seen Batman and Robin. I've seen Batman and Robin. I don't intend to see it again. I think we need to do that as like a, as like a look back episode. Honestly, that would be so fun to talk about. That and Batman Forever. No, we'd have to do Batman and Robin only. We'd have to do Batman and Robin, Space Jam. Uh, what else can? What else was like fond in the day or really terrible in the day, and we can look back to see if it actually is that. That would be. Such a great concept for the show. Mortal Kombat. Annihilation. Either or. Annihilation. Annihilation was the one that was considered really bad. Socked. Those are the socks I bought you, bub? Mm-hmm. Very nice. But I, I still hold that first Mortal Kombat movie in high regards. Like, I know it has not aged well, but I still love it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, did you hear the news? They said that the new one is going to be more realistic and it's going to have fatalities. I'm, um, I'm here for that. I'm here more for that. realistic still has fatalities. Fatalities can be very realistic, Bobby. Okay, so watch as I pull Walter's spine out with my bare hand. Oh my god, he's doing it! Oh. Uh, Bobby, just a pointer for you. You might want to start at the back. To grab his spine. Spine hard. It's all the same. He doesn't need them. Uh, that could be another episode. Just going over the best more combat fatalities. That'd be fun, Walter. But one thing is, we're not a video game podcast. And, and the other thing is, we are. We already know the single greatest. Babality. Yes, babality. Yeah. Fatality. Or fatality. friendship. Friendship. Finish him. Friendship. God, Mortal Kombat 2, when they tried to, like, please all the stuck-up moms that got offended at the first one. Was Friendship in 2? I'm pretty sure. I feel like that was a later inclusion, like, 4. I... I know that was the, included... I know that the, uh, that the Genesis version sold more because you could put the blood back in. Yes, there was a code for it. Yep. Yeah, Friendship was introduced in two. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I know they did those and Babality. I, th- I think I'm thinking of Babality. Was Babality released later? Um, I have to look. 
That'd be fun. Mortal Kombat's fun. But so is Master of Disguise, the movie we're discussing today. Um, so the action's pretty good in this movie, huh? Dana Carvey doing all those flips and slaps. Open palm. There's a deleted scene that I am going to pause the movie and show you guys. Or There's a deleted scene, and I'm going to pause the podcast and show it to you guys right now. So before I started this deleted scene, I thought I'd give you a little bit of background for it. This was an alternate ending to the movie. Oh, wow. Here we go. Hi. Oh, I guess it's a commentary now. What? How? right now want to describe what we just watched dana carvey disguised as captain america but still having the italian accent yeah captain america is irish okay so um you guys want to comment on what the hell that was an abomination Bobby, it's a, it's an audio podcast, Bobby. Hi, hi, I'm Rusana. I'm at a loss for words. Are you at a loss for words, or are you just at the point of the night where you don't want to have a podcast anymore? I mean, we already went off track. We talked about Mortal Kombat, and now for whatever reason, Captain America's in this fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> God, truly a masterpiece. Oh God, truly yeah. Truly the greatest piece of shit I've ever Does seen. Does that in my mean life. we can get Dana Carvey in the MCU as like the next Captain America? Oh, oh absolutely. So he, he can do whatever he can. That was like a classic Captain America costume too. Like that was Marvel Comics. Like yeah. you'd see that in a comic book Captain America costume. In fact, that reminds me, do you remember those Got Milk commercials where they had people dressed up as Marvel characters? No. I'm showing you guys after, but it's so good. It's, it's, yeah, you sure you don't want to just turn it into a commentary? We can do that. I don't know. We we kind of we, we inadvertently turned this deleted scene into a commentary because I didn't turn the recorder off. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but... I think that's all I have to say about Master of Disguise. So, um, let's try a new format. Uh, Bobby, would you include this in our film club? Absolutely. 
everybody out there listening right now, please watch this movie. All right, that's a pretty rousing endorsement. Walter, would you include this in our book club? And our <laughs> the first time I do it. The first... <laughs> Walter, would you include this in our film club? What are the qualifications to be in our film club? It's a club. It's a film. Well, yeah, it's a film. It's definitely a film. It exists. <laughs> Would you recommend this to people? If you like watching really terrible films, then yes. And um, I think I'm going to give my rousing recommendation for this film to uh, Master of Disguise, top-notch piece of nostalgia. And um, just remember, guys, don't meet your heroes. That's the biggest takeaway from this. Uh, so this is going to be releasing, you know, a couple weeks after we record it. But uh, depending on how things are still going with our um, current situation, well, above anything, even if we're all good or not, wash your hands. And uh, if you if you feel sick, <clears throat> sorry, that was the that was the cheesecake coming back to me. But um, if you see if you feel sick, stay at home. Uh, don't want to contaminate others. Be kind to each other. Uh, check in on your relatives. Uh, practice social distancing. Um, yeah, just keep being excellent. Take care of yourselves. We love you guys. Um, and stay tuned next week for another amazing film. Yes. Um, any other PSAs you guys want to do? To anybody out of work or in high work, risk work situations, we appreciate you. We are thinking about you. Bobby, do you want to say anything to the people? I mean... Nah, I think... God damn it, Bobby. So, um, also, uh, things to watch or listen to, a uh, new podcast, uh, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, um, part of the Mythical Podcast family, uh, Red and Link, and uh, Josh, the Mythical Chef. You know, it's a great time. Definitely check it out if you're a fan of Good Mythical Morning. You've probably already heard of it. But A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, they talk about different um, controversial topics in the world of food. Uh, first episode out was uh, pineapple on pizza, which we all unanimously are for pineapple on pizza. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, pineapple on pizza is really good. You know what else? Pineapple and chicken yeah. on pizza. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that I, is. Oh, I've never had pineapple and chicken on pizza. You've never that had that? Good. It's pineapple, crazy. it's great. It's like the Mexican Hawaiian pizza. Ooh. Yeah. But in, yeah, instead of uh, Canadian bacon, it's chicken. So uh, I only say that because I come from a Mexican family and we would always order pineapple and chicken on pizza. But uh, yeah, uh, anything you guys want to plug? Any media or anything? Um, I, I realize that this is an audio podcast, but. 
Walter, do you want to plug anything? I think you're basically not, just telling our listeners to watch porn. Not really. There's nothing I really want to plug. Okay. Keep being excellent to each other. Right, yeah. Um, okay, so that about wraps up the show. Um, you know, who's your daddy? <laughs>